1: The Rebels Podcast. This is our third episode of Season 1 for the episode, Fight or Flight. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. With me, as always, my faithful co-pilot,
0: Matt the Crankster Cranky. Hey, what's happening, Mike? Hey, a strange... We're going to be talking about Fight or Flight. Strange episode title, by the way. Yeah. Um, But uh, definitely saw a lot of... um, I guess if people with kids, they can kind of feel a little uh, closer to this this type of episode. I definitely saw a lot of similarities with my kids in in this particular episode. We'll talk oh, yeah. about that pretty soon. But uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, we got to get to uh, we'll get to the episode here in a second. But just a, li- a couple things in the news, Mike. Uh, you ready to tackle the news for a minute?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right. A small rebel force has penetrated the shield.
0: You are part of the Rebel Alliance and the Traitor. Several transmissions were beamed to the ship by Rebel Spies. Rebel base yeah, in right. You Rebel scum. Yeah! Yeah! yeah rebels.
1: Rebels. Rebels. rebels! 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 Yeah!
0: Rebels! Yeah. yeah! So, Mike, what is going on in the world of Rebels? This week, well, we got a little bit of, or a little more, uh, episode titles and, uh, some, and some air dates coming up for okay. the next uh, four or five episodes. Um, after Fight or Flight, which we are, everybody's, I guess, watching right now, but we've already seen mm-hmm. it, we got The Rise of the Old Masters on Monday the 27th, which is uh, one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Breaking Ranks is going to be on Monday, November 3rd. Uh, Out of Darkness airs on Monday, the 10th of November. Then we have Empire Day hmm, airs on Monday, the 17th of November. And then it finishes up with Gathering Forces on Monday, the 24th. So it looks like we got quite a few episodes to go in succession. Mike, I know that was one thing that we were wondering how this was going to happen, how Disney was going to lay Mm -hmm. out their episodes. And it looks like we're going to get quite a few all the way till the... Even through... Up to Thanksgiving, so yeah, um, I guess it's kind of surprising to you, right? You, you thought we might get a break pretty quick, but
1: uh, uh, well, I think we'll still end up with a break at some point, because um, that's I think about maybe after this
0: uh, that last one on the twenty fourth, huh?
1: I think so, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, because I think I, I, if I recall correctly from from sort of the news and stuff like that around the the premiere, that clip that we saw of. Cainan fighting uh, uh, the uh, the Inquisitor, Inquisitor. Right. is from the sixth episode, so I uh, I don't know if that mean if at the time they meant the sixth episode counting Spark of Rebellion as the first episode, mm-hmm. or so that might be Out of Darkness. It may also be Empire Day. It's going to be one or the other. Um, but then yeah, so then we've got one episode after that, and the fact that we've got the dates for these episodes, but nothing further. Makes me think that that we'll probably have a break yeah. at some point. Um, I, I don't think that we're gonna get the whole season all at once. Um, mm-hmm. They they gotta they gotta stretch it out a little bit. And oh, the way yeah. that that Disney XD usually does stuff, um, there will probably be a substantial break there in between the first half and the second half of the season. But right. But all we'll right. we'll see. We'll have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, some interesting uh, titles and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was some... We're trying to figure out, like, what is going on with Spark of Rebellion? Because we, we talked about that last week. Like, where is it yeah. falling? in this title thing? But so it is its own thing. It's a movie. And then Droids in Distress was actually episode one. And I don't know if everybody, anybody else out there is confused about that. But that is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Droids in Distress is number one. And then it goes from there with Fight or Flight and then Rise, Breaking Ranks, Out of Darkness... And so on and so forth. So, uh, the *Spark of Rebellion* was like the *Clone Wars* movie; it's its own thing. And just to kind of put that to bed and put that to rest. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, don't forget, also, people that are that are listening, that uh, the *Vader* episode is coming next Sunday evening. The twenty—I think it's the twenty-sixth. 26th? Yeah, twenty-sixth 26th, uh, is the episode that's going to feature well *Spark of Rebellion*, but it's going to have that extra clip. So, yeah, we'll definitely uh, talk about that. On our next episode and just discuss uh maybe briefly of seeing darth vader for the first time in a long time in a star wars uh tv show so it's a you know well never but you know i mean it's it's been a long time since we've seen vader on on any screen so and Mm -hmm. i'm kind of excited to see what that is so anything else mike that's going on and then is what else is going on oh oh i know i was going to ask this this to you um sure we you know we're going to see vader but mm-hmm. it kind of makes you think, well, are we ever going to see, like, would, would they ever go as far as showing Palpatine? Because we saw him in the Clone Wars. And if they did, at least we got to know his first name, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, Sheev. Sheev. But, yeah. Like, everybody's going crazy, like, oh, my gosh, I hate it, you know? It's like, yeah. come, on, it's, come think of some of the names in the Star Wars universe. Sheev is not that bad. And, it, I, you know, it's, it's fine to me. It seems like it fits him to me. So, hey. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it was unnecessary for sure. I, yeah, I don't think yeah, we right. Needed? A name we didn't need a name, no, for no. Palpatine. But I, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's a, it's another Star Wars name. It's no, it's no worse than Wedge Antilles, right? <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, Come on. Count Dooku. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so I, I, yeah, come on, it's, it's. Yeah, I mean, we're still gonna call him Palpatine, right? So yeah, it's really. Right. Pretty irrelevant.
0: Right? <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I mean, it was everybody was going crazy about it, and not crazy, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. It's just anything Star Wars nowadays. It's it's taken to the nth degree. I mean, there's some leaked Episode Seven photos, or not photos, but like um, concept art going around. So it's mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty interesting stuff. And and seeing Vader in Rebels, uh, just kind of a little. Throwing it out there that we might see something else with Vader in Episode Seven. That's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil anything else for anybody. Yeah, else. yeah, maybe. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> so other than that, anything else, might Before you want to go to the recap?
1: No, just uh, just to note that that um, I don't know. I it, it, we haven't really talked about it. We've talked about it off air, but we haven't talked about it on the show. Uh-huh. The weird because uh, we were just kind of talking about the when when things are going to air, um, and just to talk about how odd the, uh, the I don't know, the distribution method is mm-hmm. with oh, uh, yeah. Star Wars Rebels and yeah. to just let everybody know that, you know, like, we're gonna try and get these out as close to the Monday that the episode actually airs on television as possible, so mm-hmm. um, what that means is that basically there's a week in there of, of the episode being available online but we don't know a, how long that's going to last, or B, if they're going to do that for every episode. Right. right? So um, it, it's a little bit weird. I mean, I, I'm still waiting for the uh, the iTunes store to refresh and, and show uh, if the new episode goes up tonight or if it goes up uh, tomorrow uh, or if it doesn't go up until next week for me because uh, in Canada, actually... Uh, as as they're airing on TV, we're about a week behind. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, of course, there are other ways of watching online and that sort of thing. Um, so, so I do manage to see the episodes around the same time as everybody else. But I, uh, but when they air on actually air on Disney XD, isn't until like the the Sunday right before you guys get your new episode. So last night, as of recording this with Matt, I uh, we got. We got the 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 previous episode, the uh, oh, okay. the um yeah,
0: uh, droids in but- distress. Oh wow! Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So so we're we're a little bit behind, but you guys in the states uh, have the very easy access of being able to watch it online on on uh, WatchDisneyXD.com. So uh, no real big deal there. But the the annoying part of that is that uh, I don't want to watch these on my computer.
0: I <laughs> know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I,
1: it's it's a very odd model that they're using uh it's very similar to something that nickelodeon is doing with uh Lo- the legend of cora where actually that show uh since uh I, I believe partway through season three uh they they kind of like stopped in the middle of the season and then said okay everything else is going to be released every week online um and and have been distributing that show online on nick.com since then so it's a, this is a, a weird move forward, a very progressive move on on Disney and Lucasfilm's part, but a little bit problematic for international viewers because where uh, Disney XD is definitely blocking by region, right, so that they, they basically American uh, uh subscribers to disney xd have the ability to watch it um with with cora on nick.com it doesn't matter where you are you can watch you can watch the videos that are on their site um well so i just think it's a it's a really odd uh a, a really odd situation with these two shows because um, it seems like like disney xd and and uh, and Lucasfilm are are sort of mimicking this online distribution model but I don't know if they're doing it very well. I don't know if they're i uh, sort of just i i you know, i eating away at their own viewership that's what I by thought, releasing yeah. these things online because right, right. like I, that's not how I want to watch it. That's not how you necessarily want to watch no, it. So no. um it's it's a little it's a little bit odd. I mean, I'm used to the whole like sometimes we're a week behind, sometimes we're a week ahead, sometimes we're right on schedule with you guys. But this whole uh, it being released uh, like well, like we expect uh, around uh, uh, like later this evening. In fact, uh, probably any second, right. they'll be updating StarWars.com and uh, I. Adding all of these these different things uh, to the different marketplaces and whatnot, so um, and and letting you watch next week's episode early. But I don't like I, I'm not sure if that's a, a marketing thing right now to get people hooked. As we kind, of, I think we talked about this a little bit last week to try and get people over to Disney XD. Right, mm-hmm. same with right. the the whole airing on on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what their long-term goals are, and it's 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 a little bit interesting, and uh, and and I might actually have some questions that maybe I'll I'll try and uh, get some answers to
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: through the sort of through through our press channels and whatnot that that we can explore, because I'm very confused at the methodology behind this, because to me it feels like they're just kind of. Um, Cannibalizing their own view, viewership by splitting it into all these different segments right right but
0: yeah well when you think we'll about see. when you think like you said uh, the online thing is kind of kind of puzzling because you know everything's about numbers as far as TV goes, and you know how many viewers do you got, and that's how why shows get canceled because they don't have enough viewers yeah and, and like you said, they're putting this thing on the internet before it even hits TV, so most people have watched the thing i'm lucky enough to where mm-hmm. I have. An Apple TV and it has the Disney XD app on it. Okay. So I can stream it onto my big screen TV if I want or whatever, and it looks fantastic. So. So that's
1: there. I guess I'm, I, I guess that's probably way. what they expect people are doing. Right. Um, okay.
0: But but for other people, yeah, you have to watch it on your And and I I don't want to watch this on the computer, like you said. I want to watch this no. with five surround, five point one surround sound, and the big yeah. big display and all that, and really get immersed into it. So. Yeah, uh, it is. And it is very bizarre how they're doing this. And, and and even today, I'm I'm thinking as I'm driving home, I think, OK, let's see where we're doing. Let's see. What are we recording? Oh, fight or flight. But the new one's coming out today. So you get kind of confused, like, OK, where are we at again? It's like, oh, fight or flight. OK, I got you. Because, you know, it, like you said, that that new one's going to hit. Like, yeah. it's probably already hit by now. So, yeah, well, uh, actually, I'm I'm
1: keeping an eye on things and I haven't seen any announcements yet. As we're recording, they just... Uh, they just posted on the Facebook pages the uh, the Rebels Recon from Star oh, Wars okay. Originals. So, right. yeah. Um, so yeah, like it, uh, they're. I think uh, I think last week what we saw was 7:30, right? That was yeah, when it was about 7:30. Yeah, the yeah. the episode guide went up and they announced right. the the new episode. They announced Fight or Flight was up on the on the app. So, um, I'm really hoping that at least uh, with with um, itunes that i will be able to that that around the same time that maybe tonight they'll update and they'll put fight or flight on the website or on itunes and then and then uh, maybe i i can be almost in sync with you guys i'll still kind yeah, of yeah. be a week behind because you're getting the next week's episode right. <laughs> but yeah. but at least i'll be able to uh to pick up that that uh regular episode that's supposed to be airing the night yeah. that it airs. But like, this is why I say it's, it's very confusing, right? Uh, especially yeah. when you start dealing with, with the international broadcasts. I mean, I don't even know what it's like in, in the UK or, uh, or, or in Australia or any of the other, mm-hmm. uh, I, g- general, like English speaking markets where, where they can just air the episodes right away. Um, so maybe some of our listeners, because I know that we've got a few out there, uh, can let us know, you know, uh, where are you watching it? How are you watching it? I mean, really, everybody can kind of jump in and, uh, and contribute to this part of the conversation. Like, where, where are you watching Star Wars Rebels? Because I'd, I'd really like to know how people are consuming it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I'd like to understand what Lucasfilm's... Approach is so I don't know maybe I'll I might have to send some emails and, uh, and hopefully <laughs> hopefully you guys send us some emails and we can uh, sort of dig to the bottom of it and figure out why exactly it's so odd. But it is it's a very odd way of doing things. I mean Clone Wars was clear cut and simple. Yeah. It aired on uh, to begin with what it, to begin with it aired on um, Friday nights Friday nights and then yeah. they eventually moved it to Saturday Saturday morning mornings, yeah. right right but. It, it only ever moved once, and it was always, it was consistent. It stayed in the same time slot, right? So, um, I think maybe it shifted half an hour at one point. But, right, right. But, like, it was always, you know, there wasn't any of this other stuff. And then the following Monday, they would put the episode up on StarWars.com. Now, the, the interesting thing here is that they're not putting anything up on StarWars.com. Uh, because they've got it on on WatchDisneyXD.com. Now, uh, Matt, maybe you can tell me: Are the old episodes still there, or is there just one episode at a time?
0: Uh, no, there's old episodes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you can go back and watch all the way from Spark of Rebellion up until yes. Fight or Flight. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's 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 a little bit weird. It's a little odd. But yeah. you know, it, it it is what it is, and <laughs> uh, we we yeah. just got to kind of roll with it and. Uh, and we will do our very best to bring you guys the latest Star Wars Rebels news as soon as we possibly can. But yes, uh, it's 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 also I don't know it's kind of it's kind of a weird kind of a weird thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, that's just what we're gonna deal with this I guess this year on in Rebels, and yeah, we'll see if they keep doing it. Like you said, uh, after this maybe this break after we get to all these episodes in this break, but it seems like. I think this is this might be the way they do it this whole season because they got this rebels recon thing that comes out where they discuss stuff that happened in the episode and we get a little behind the scenes stuff. So yeah, um, which is kinda, cool. Kind of like stealing our thunder there, but that's okay. <laughs> no, they've always done that. They've done yeah, that
1: with, yeah. with Clone Wars as well. So. Yeah.
0: So all right, let's. Uh, you ready to get into fight or flight? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Jedi Master Luminara and Julie. He's been imprisoned somewhere in the Stygian system. We can't pass this up. Use the force! Bezra, your formal Jedi training starts tomorrow. I am the Inquisitor. Chopper, get us out of here! All right. This is the Padawan I encountered on Stygian Prime. Have no fear. Help is on
1: the way. There's a lot more at stake than you realize.
0: Well, kid. Pulled it off.
1: Was there ever any doubt? Yes.
0: All right, let's kick off Fire Flight, Mike. On board the Ghost, Ezra practices his Force powers by trying to levitate a bowl sitting on the table in front of him. He is pleased with himself when the bowl begins to move, until he realizes that Chopper is the one moving the bowl, mm-hmm. and not the Force. Ezra begins chasing the mischievous astromech around the ship. Their instincts, or their antics disrupt Zeb from a peaceful nap, and the grumpy Lassat joins the fray. He chases Ezra into the cargo bay and tackles him into a pile of crates. The ghost touches down on Lothal. Fed up with all the commotion, Hera orders Zeb and Ezra to leave the ship. She gives them a list of supplies to retrieve, the market, uh, retrieve at the market in the nearby town of Kothal, and also tells them not to return without melu fruit. So, like this thing opens up, and I'm thinking, "Wow, okay, they're gonna do another one of these where they show Ezra using the force, and' like, okay cool, he's he's already getting it. Wow, this kid's cool." and then all of a sudden they throw a little wrench at you, and it's Chopper the one doing it, and it kind of sets up the uh you know like it kind of sets up the whole tone for this particular episode, and it's gonna be one of those fun episodes and mm-hmm. and it, it kind of continues here with Zeb and Ezra and uh like i said just sets it up and, it, and it's and it's and you know what you're right about this you said this i think a couple of episodes ago this uh you're just so right about this family dynamic that's going on here and i you yeah. even said something about Hera being the mom and, and it just it all fits there and it's it's and and watching ezra, uh, ezra and zeb it was funny too my my uh, youngest son he's 11 he was watching the show with me and at one point, when when Ezra and Zebra kind of hitting each other, kind of playing, play fighting or whatever, he goes, mm-hmm. man, dad, that's like me and Zach, huh? And I go, yeah, it's exactly like you two, you know? It's the older <laughs> one and the youngest one, and they love to just beat on each other and, and argue and fight and, and do the horse around. And I, I through this whole episode, I'm reminded of, of those two and, and how they interact like that. And, and it just... It was just—it was weird just seeing my my youngest go. He even he even recognized it. Goes, dad, that's me right there. I always do that. And I go, yeah, that's, you're always poking and prodding and making trouble. So, uh, just a fun little in, intro, and in this and this one that kind of sets up the whole tone of the episode. Like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, uh, like you said, it's it's a lot oh. of the the family dynamic, and and what we're seeing here with these characters is yeah. uh, brothers, right? right? they right. they're very exactly. much. Uh, Zeb is, although he is an adult, uh, he's very much a big kid. So he's oh, yeah. kind of the the older <laughs> brother, and uh, and and they're dealing with uh, a little bit of sibling rivalry as well as just the obnoxious little brother sort of problems uh, that 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 occur in uh, in a show like this. So um, yeah, it's a it's a really cool dynamic that they've got going,
0: hmm, and it's yeah, fun exploring yeah. these things. So yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Cool. Uh, go ahead, uh, upon entering the marketplace, Ezra talks with a friendly old man named Sumar, who tells him that Melurun fruit doesn't grow on Lothal. As Ezra walks away, he sees Sumar being hassled by a supply master, uh, by supply master Lyst, an Imperial officer who wants to buy his farm. The old man defiantly refuses. Ezra reunites with Zeb, who has already purchased all of the supplies on their list. Now they just need to find a Meilu run. They come across only one vendor in the entire marketplace who has the imported fruit, but the merchant has just sold them to the Imperials. Stormtroopers load the crate of Meilu runs onto a troop transport. Determined to get what they came for, Ezra sneaks onto the vessel to steal one of the fruits, but he is spotted by stormtroopers, forcing him and Zeb to retreat empty-handed. They get separated in their escape, with Zeb fleeing through the streets of Kothal, while Ezra runs along the rooftops.
0: And this is another uh, section where Ezra mm-hmm. actually does use force, and he's really doing it this time. He's trying to move that lid, and he, and he almost gets it. And I, I just want to mention, too, like in the beginning, and, and what they're setting up here also, is, um, it's at least with Zeb and Ezra, Hera is setting up this kind of like a team building or a, I guess team building exercise where anytime you have two two people that don't necessarily get along they're always fighting what's the one thing you do you send them off to do something where they have to work together mm-hmm. and and do things to help each other to help build that that trust and that camaraderie and and that's what kind of she's doing here she's sending these guys off cuz they're constantly I, from from the outset of the episode you get the feeling that Harry think you know they're always fighting they're always arguing Zeb's trying to do his thing, and Ezra's like the little kid, the little punk that likes to poke and prod and, and make trouble. So, mm-hmm. hey, let's just send him out and make him do something together to get these guys uh, to get him, give him some camaraderie a little bit. And, and to get, and yeah, it kind of and, and it happens too. You'll see that as we go along in this episode, they really start to uh, help each other out, and they get that bond at the very end. So, uh, in an open square, Zeb gets pinned down between pursuing stormtroopers and a TIE fighter hovering overhead. Rather than surrender, the agile warrior leaps high into the air and onto the TIE. He forces open the hatch, tosses out the startled pilot, and commandeers the vehicle, laughing heartily to himself as he blasts the stormtroopers on the ground with the TIE's laser cannons. Ezra leaps across the tops of Kothal's buildings with stormtroopers hot on his tail. His spirit sinks when a TIE fighter appears alongside him uh, until he sees Zeb waving at him from the cockpit. Surprised and relieved, Ezra asks Zeb to open the hatch and let him in. Ezra uh, recently saved Zeb's life during an encounter with Agent Callus, and Zeb insists that if he lets Ezra in, it will make them even. Ezra agrees, and he leaps safely into the uh, cockpit. Yeah, runs. Uh,
1: we found some, but we lost them. Then we found them again, but we smashed I'm sorry,
0: that was the wrong clip. Let's do it. Too bad the kid wasn't here to see that. Whoa! I tell you what, Mike. I've never seen a Tie Fighter hover before, and I just love seeing that.
1: Mm.
0: I just hearing the yeah. engines, hearing those Tie, that Tie engine whine, and, and seeing that thing kind of hover, almost like a, uh, like the crafts, like the the jets that we have that kind of hover there. Man, it's just like, whoa, that was cool, you know. And you used to see him just going crazy flying, but hovering and Zeb doing his thing. He's never flown a Tie before, but he's doing a pretty good job, uh, running, you know, flying and, and picking up. Uh, Ezra so great little action scene seeing Ezra run a leap across and maybe using a little bit of force there as he as he runs around but uh, just a fun just a fun thing to see Zeb and Ezra do their thing in the TIE fighter and uh, well well, I'll get to the next clip has some really great stuff but anything you want to mention here Mike?
1: Uh, No I mean just basically what you said that that uh, idea uh, the, seeing the Tie Fighter kind of do some things that we're not used to seeing them do, <laughs> right? Uh, it, it's right. really cool, and it's just it's it's another instance of it being great to see uh, these classic vehicles and and everything used and, uh, in a different coming way, coming to life, yeah, yeah. In, in in the series, yeah. right? It's just uh, I don't know, it's exploring more of uh, of the things that we love. So um, uh, everybody's gonna lose it the day an X Wing shows up, right?
0: So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> And, cool. yeah, no, it's like you said, it's it's seeing these classic vehicles that we're used to seeing but used in a totally different way with, yeah. you know, like having a rebel in a tie that, you know, we've never seen that before. So uh, that's that's the fun thing about this. So go, uh, go ahead, Mike. <clears throat> uh, back on the Ghost, Kanan and Hera are just beginning
1: to enjoy a quiet moment alone when Zeb and Ezra called to report that they've stolen a tie fighter. Kanan is furious with them. For attracting unwanted attention. And orders them to head straight for a rendezvous point and not do anything else. Yeah, then we found them again, but smashed
0: Wait, what am I hearing? It sounds like Yeah, about
1: that. See, um, well we stole TIE Fighter. You what? He's taking it better than I thought. rid of it! Do, do we, we have, have to, to? At least tell me you dismantled the locator beacon. <laughs> of course. We're no fools. Under there. The red No, wait. The blue. Well, which one? It's the red and the blue. Right. Got it. Uh, I mean, got it a long time ago. <laughs> you know, back when we first boarded. Right away, immediately. Stealing the tie attracts unwanted attention. Rendezvous at Shadow site 2. Fly straight there. Do not stop. way Spectre four out. That went well.
0: Yeah. Do you know which way we're supposed to go? No idea. You know, Mike, it's funny too. I love the comedic timing of of that particular scene, and it's not like it's something new. I mean, this is a mm-hmm. something that you know you see in a lot of different comedies, but this one had like obviously the Star Wars twist to it. But uh, but yeah, and it's funny too. You see Zeb's ears at one point when he says, uh, "Do we have to?" and his kind of ears kind of fold down <laughs> like a dog, you know? Yeah. Uh, just yeah. some great comedy there. And earlier, I, I didn't mention this, too. As they're flying, another one of those scenes, Mike, where they're showing Ezra and just, you know, little bits and pieces of, of what he can already do. And he hasn't even been begun his training yet. Uh, he senses the uh, the hill or the mountain uh, because the, the cockpit was had fruit all over it or whatever yeah uh, he senses the mountain and he's able to to feel that through the force and, and move out of the way i thought that was really cool to see that again like i said anytime they throw these little nuggets as as far as ezra learning to use the force i'd love to see that and then oh of course they, we saw a little bit of hollow chest too mike what do you think
1: yeah we did yeah
0: <laughs> did that look great though the way they were able to i mean it just it looked exactly like it did in Star Wars, so it was really cool to see them kind of fit that that old school look, to uh, or the the effect into a cartoon. I really love that. So a lot of stuff going yeah. on, Mike. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was great. I uh, I mean, <laughs> Hollow Chest is one of those things, right? You kind of wait for it to show up
0: yeah, in a uh,
1: <laughs> in, any Star in a, a Star Wars yeah. series of any kind. Um, so it was really cool to see that. But I, but yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying the the relationship that's sort of developing between these two characters, and I love. Now I've heard, I've heard from some friends who aren't the biggest Star Wars fans who've checked out the show, mm-hmm. uh, that they don't like the animation. That that people are are saying that the animation's not. Um, hmm. It's just it's not that great, and and I completely disagree. I think. That these characters have way more expression than than uh, oh yeah than the Clone Wars ever did. I, I know, think I mean, they do. Uh, yeah, e- even even in towards the the end of the season, uh, the end of the series with Clone Wars, the these these character models are way more expressive um, and way more interesting. I think. Uh, so I, I don't I don't know where people are coming from when they say that because like you said, that moment when his ears kind of. Uh, fold down uh, yeah. out of disappointment, right? Right. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty good stuff, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's a scene, too, later on. Actually, it's in the end with Kanan where I, when you said mm-hmm. that about being expressive, I immediately remember that scene. And he doesn't say anything. And, well, we'll get to it at the end, and I'll, I'll mention it again because I, I think that's a good point you brought up about the animation. So I'll bring yeah. that up towards the end. Uh, meanwhile, an Imperial convoy arrives at Sumar's homestead sumar tells supply master lies that he is still not interested in selling the farm but the imperials are no longer asking instead stormtroopers arrest the old man and his wife and a gun turret on one of the troop transports turns the house into a smoking ruin zeb pilots the tie fighter toward Kanan's coordinates but ezra notices a plume of black smoke rising from the plains, off in the distance and convinces zeb to change course and investigate They fly over the homestead, which Ezra recognizes as Sumar's. Because Sumar and his wife were friends of Ezra's parents, Zeb reluctantly agrees to chase down the Imperial convoy, leaving the farm. Zeb catches up to the Imperials and gets close enough for Ezra to jump from the TIE fighter and land on one of the transports. Lys recognizes the stolen TIE and orders his men to shoot it down with the transports cannon. Despite Zeb's best efforts to fool the Imperials by posing as Commander Maylu Run and another one of those great scenes like I, I was just going to say that uh, that he, he says over the comm link you know, hey this is a commander of Meilu Run and it's just the, the timing of that was perfect I loved it it mm-hmm. made me laugh even my son who was sitting with me he got the joke and he's, he's 11 and you know he's, sometimes he doesn't pay attention but even he got the joke he started laughing he thought that was funny so yeah. uh, some pretty good stuff and I wonder if we're ever going to find out what happened to Ezra's parents because they're you know they're talking about sumar and of course the sumar this whole thing was just a a um uh, what do they call that it when it, it's just part of it. it has nothing to do with anything it's just something to help them get along the story uh you know sumar and, and his wife being being uh captured it's just part of the to get the story rolling whatever you call that, i can't mm-hmm. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the the phrase the, the term is used for that but anyway uh, but i wonder if we're going to get any information on what happened to Ezra's parents, or if that's uh, if that's going to be important at all? Is there anything in the book, uh, in that book that just came out in a new dawn that has anything to do with Ezra, or is it all no? Ezra,
1: okay. it's it's a new dawn takes place on a completely separate planet a few years before this. Okay, so so nothing. Okay. I yeah, so uh, it's it, the only characters from Rebels that are in it. Are uh, Hera and Canaan. No, nobody else is in it. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's it's actually uh, it, anything that we learn about Ezra is just it's be from, through here okay. from the show. Okay. Um, and I don't believe there's anything in the in the visual guide about his parents either. Okay. Um, huh. Now, I was watching this with with a couple of friends. Okay, and uh, and. We kind of when Ezra's parents were brought up, and the fact that Ezra's parents, uh, I guess they're dead. Like that's what we're led to believe. I I don't remember if he said that. Yeah, uh, in Spark of Rebellion, but um, he said, "I don't
0: have I don't have parents." I think is what I don't
1: have parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Clearly, like he's very powerful, right? His his force abilities are pretty incredible, right? So, I. my I'm inclined to believe that 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 one of his parents at least was a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we completely. don't have any any information to base that on right now, but when I was thinking about it and talking about it with my friends, uh, what came to mind when I started thinking about like, oh, like now we're hearing about his parents. And, uh, and he's very powerful in the force. Mm-hmm. Um, and he I like this. is about Luke's age, mm-hmm. which means that he would have been born right around the time of the Jedi purge soon after. Probably he's, I think, I think Ezra is a little bit younger than Luke. Um, so then that, that means that, that, his parents would be probably Jedi that survived the purge and then went into hiding if it was two Jedi that went into hiding together and then, you know, maybe there was something going on with them beforehand. Uh, you know, I, then, then I don't know. It all kind of makes sense, right? Like yeah. once the Jedi order kind of disappears, uh, you don't have to follow the rules of the Jedi order, especially if you're the type of Jedi who wasn't going to follow the rules before anyways. And when you look at Ezra, you look at, at his skin tone, uh, is sort of his facial structure and the color of his hair. Are there any Jedi that 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 jump to mind for you?
0: Looking at looking at uh, Ezra.
1: Yeah, just like sort of his physical characteristics. Uh,
0: let's see. Wow, I know you. Obviously, you have somebody in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obi Wan. <laughs> no. Oh.
1: <laughs> he's not. I don't think he's going to be connected to Obi Wan at all. But uh, so my guess. And this might be way off base, and and I, I don't know. I'm probably the only person thinking this right now I, wait, I, because it's okay. Well, are you so, talking about a Jedi in, in the original trilogy or a prequel trilogy, or, or I'm talking I'm talking prequel trilogy?
0: Okay, uh, someone um, who
1: showed up in the Clone Wars.
0: Showed up in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, is he human? Yeah. Hmm.
1: Well, as far as far as I know, he is. <laughs>
0: Drawing a blank all of a sudden. Uh, showed up in the Clone Wars. That was a Jedi, uh, but not a main character. Hmm.
1: Not not necessarily a main character, no. Hmm. But I uh, but somebody a fan favorite. Let's say
0: a fan favorite. I'm drawing a blank. Go, tell me, what do you got? Is everybody else <laughs> so, the same thing? Like, come on, tell us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think. I think that there's a strong possibility that Ezra's parents, uh, one of his parents at least, is Quinlan Vos. Because he'd be right around the right age. We Mm -hmm. don't know what happened to him in The Purge, right? There is a novel coming out soon involving him and Asajj Ventress.
0: Hmm.
1: So and I and I I don't know when it, I think it's a Clone Wars novel right but we don't know when it takes place in the Clone Wars It could take place right at the end and during episode 3 right cuz we we don't have a lot of information about that book yet Right Um and I don't know I, once again maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, I I way off base but you look at Ezra and I know his hair's a little bit blue, but I think that's just because of the the like the style of the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Um He he reminds me a lot physically of Quinlan Voss. He's got that that sort of long blackish hair. And that that sort of he's got like a deep skin tone, but it's not like it's not Right s- too dark. You, you know what I mean? Like it's it's sort of uh uh um, like a Middle Eastern almost, and Quinlan Voss had a very similar skin tone. It is almost um, I don't know. It's it's a, it's it's kind of like a nondescript ethnic sort of uh, uh, skin tone, mm-hmm, right? Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That, so I I don't know. Like everybody else on the planet seems to be fairly uh, pretty fair skinned, right? Uh, everybody else on Lothal. So that indicates to me that that at least one of his parents is from off world. Um I don't know, I th- it's just a theory at this point, but we know that Quinlan Voss was a really powerful Jedi. Uh so his offspring would be equally powerful more than likely. I uh, I'm fairly certain that there's a romantic link between Quinlan Voss and uh and, and Asajj Ventress in the upcoming book. That uh, that that's that that's gonna be part of it, um, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? It yeah. might be it might be those two characters. It may be one of them. It, it's probably neither, but uh, but wouldn't that be something? <laughs> well, I just think that crazy. it's good,
0: it's it's a it's a neat idea that that um, Ezra could be a child of of a Jedi or Jedi that either like you said are in hiding or were were killed in the Jedi purge and and maybe that's this is going to be one of those times where if we see Obi-Wan maybe seasons down the road he does another Luke where he he sits down with uh with Ezra or something like that or somebody does um and and explains hey this is what happened you you know you were a jedi or your your parents were a jedi you come from a, a line of, of jedi in this yeah. way so I don't know. That's interesting. I, well, i
1: from... I would think I would think that they that they escaped the purge because of the fact that that um, what's this? Sumar refers like he kind of he he talks like he knows them, mm-hmm. like like he knew them, yeah, right. Like like he was familiar with Ezra's parents. So right. uh, so I, I it's my my guess that that he that they survived. It's just. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know it's interesting. Yeah, very. it's it's I like this. Like where we're going with this. I'm, I'm sure we'll find out uh, one of these seasons. Uh, but I, yes. I just think yeah. that that they brought up the parents now a couple of times. And I think that w- this is not the last time we're gonna we're gonna hear about that. So,
1: no, absolutely. Yeah, not. I, I think it's I think it's a very important part of this story mm-hmm. that that we discover what Ezra's lineage is. Right.
0: Uh, go ahead, Michael. You can continue
1: if you want. Let's see. Where are we? We are at uh, right
0: at... after Commander Malurun. Okay.
1: Uh, Ezra finds Sumar and his wife held in prisoner restraints along the side of the troop transport. He can't reach the release switch from his position on the roof, so he closes his eyes, focuses, and manages to toggle the switch using the Force. The cages open, and the prisoners jump to safety. Stormtroopers climb to the top of the vehicle to investigate the disturbance. They open fire on Ezra, who jumps off the troop transport and onto a cargo vessel. He takes cover behind a crate, only to realize that it's the same one containing the Melurans from earlier. Ezra knocks the soldiers off the troop transport by hurling
0: some of the large fruit at them. Uh, Meanwhile, the troop transport's gun turret is still harassing Zeb in the air. Ezra jams a wrench into one of the barrels of the turret, and the next time it tries to shoot at the tie, it backfires and explodes. Ezra then stashes one of the melee runs in his backpack. More stormtroopers emerge atop the vehicle and take aim at Ezra. Zeb flies overhead, strafing the convoy with laser fire and forcing the troops to dive to the ground below. He then makes a second pass, flipping the tie upside down and grabbing Ezra through the open cockpit hatch supply master Leist can only watch helplessly as the rebels escape and again mike we got a quick quick little view of ezra using the force again and it's funny that that it, at least if i remember right, watching this that uh uh that his friend God, what was his friend's name um sumar almost didn't have you know didn't didn't act too surprised that he was using the force to get them out mm-hmm. so that's why this whole parent thing and 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 uh, Sumar knows his parents or knew his parents, so I just all that kind of combined. It's just man, I, I just think there's something else going on, and I'm you know, interested to see uh, if we do find something out. And then in, in a great fun little action sequence here, you know, Zeb's flying the dang Tie Fighter with his feet as he turns upside yeah. down. Just some, just some really cool stuff, man. I love that. What do you think, Mike?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think you're right. I I think the the lack of suspicion yeah on uh, on on sumar's part is kind of pointing towards Something's funny,
0: huh? something funny yeah. something
1: interesting yeah definitely so yeah. so we'll have to we we'll, we will have to wait and see exactly <laughs> what it's going to mean but yeah. Yeah. i don't know i i, th- I think there's something something, something worth yeah yeah something worth exploring here yeah
0: so. you heard it here uh, this you want to finish it up Mike? <clears throat>
1: yeah uh, right. as the sun sets on lothal Canaan and Hera stand at the ghost's open ramp and spot Ezra and Zeb walking toward them. Zeb proudly presents Hera with the melurun fruit she asked for, and Ezra reports that they crashed the tie on purpose to keep it from falling into the Empire's possession. Back on the ghost, Ezra and Zeb find that Sabine has just finished decorating their bedroom wall with an unflattering painting depicting their earlier antics. They blame Chopper, for starting the whole mess in the first place, and once again begin tracing chasing the droid around the ship.
0: One fresh melee run as ordered. Thank you, kind sir. Team effort. Forget about the fruit. Where's the TIE fighter? <sighs> crashed it.
1: On purpose. But we didn't want it to fall back into the Empire's hands.
0: That's what I like to hear.
1: (laughs) Finished!
0: Uh, finished with what, Sabine?
1: Thought it was a moment that needed to be immortalized. (sighs) And you did say you wanted to be my inspiration. Yeah, but... Makes me look like a fool.
0: It makes me look like a bigger fool. I paint what I see. Shopper. This was all your fault. Come back, you metal menace! Oh, it's his fault. Uh, at least they got rid of the tie. I don't know, Mike. Let's uh, let's ask the question. Did they really get rid of the TIE? And I included a picture on the uh, recap, Mike. You can see it right there. Mm -hmm. If you go to the folks that are listening, if you go to the Rebels podcast, um, or Rebels uh, Facebook page, Star Wars Rebels, they included a picture of a TIE fighter uh, that is hidden in between some rocky formations. And there's a, a... a caption that went with it, it said, "Local's vast prairies are broken by large rock formations and mountain ranges, the source of the planet's rich mineral wealth. And tucked inside there is a TIE fighter. So, mm-hmm. just the way that uh, that Ezra and Zeb said that they got rid of the TIE fighter, it kind of gave you a, like, I do kind of a weird way to say it, but I guess they got rid of it, crashed it or whatever, or took it apart. But, I don't know, it doesn't look like they did. It looks like they stored it for some other antics later on down the season what do you think mike
1: yeah i they they didn't get rid of it at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a reason why they walked in on foot yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. They, they're they're this is uh one of my favorite things about this episode it's a little bit predictable of course but right. by the end of it these two characters are now uh now they're pals right oh, yeah. like they've yeah. kind of they kind of worked out their differences but The most important part of this is that they have a, they've got a shared secret, right? So that's kind of what brings them together at the end of this is that, that, uh, they've got this, uh, this, this, uh, I don't know, a secret that that they're, they're not sharing with anybody else. Mm -hmm. So they can, uh, they can bond over that. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's definitely that the, the TIE fighter is still out there and they're going to take it for joy rides whenever they <laughs> yeah. think it's appropriate. Yeah, definitely.
0: Hey, this, like I said, this is one of those episodes where I watched it and, and my son watched it with me and we had a good time. We had some laughs and, and it was set up from the beginning with, with Chopper and Ezra. And then you had mm. mentioned, Mike, that uh, the animation thing. And this was the scene where they showed uh, when they were walking back and, and Kanan says... Uh, when they said yeah we we got rid of the tie fighter we blew it up or whatever they said they did and he said and as they as they said that you see the, the expression of canaan's face and he kind of does this like he, he his eyes kind of roll back like oh, okay yeah that was that's a great idea and then, and that's when he says that's what that's what I like to hear and th- there's a lot of of expression in that without any any dialogue and like yeah. you said I, I don't know that we saw a lot of that in the Clone Wars, so I'll, that's why I tend to, I, I'm really enjoying the way they animate this. And, and I've said it from the very beginning, it has that Disney feel to it. And in that scene, it just looked like a Disney animated character that I've seen in, in all the other Disney movies that, that acted like that. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I love the animation. I think it's something different than Clone Wars, which is which is nice. And uh, I, I just, I'm enjoying it. So good, uh, decent episode. And one of those one-offs where it's just like a fun type of thing. Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think we're probably going to get a couple more of these sorts of right. I I like you said a one-off episode, uh, leading into Something what will bigger. probably be a larger right. Yeah, yeah a, a larger mission mm-hmm. um, that the season will focus on. But first, we we got to get familiar with these characters, right? Because I don't think that Kanan and Ezra have had their time in Spark of Rebellion and uh, and we got a little bit more of uh, we definitely got a lot of Zeb last week in droid, Droids in Distress mm-hmm. and now we've gotten a little bit more of Ezra and Zeb here in uh, Fight or Flight but we still haven't gotten a lot of Hera and we still haven't gotten a lot of Sabine and their backgrounds right. and I'm sure that there's lots to explore there mm-hmm. So um, so it'll be interesting to see those characters come to the forefront a little bit more as well and, uh, and there's still a little bit more, I think, with Kanan's background mm-hmm. to, uh, to get into, but I don't know if they're going to do that on the show, because it seems like they're saving that for the comics, right? Right.
0: Uh, right. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yes. Right. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see with that one.
0: Yeah. Um, let's go to... Uh, you got an email you wanted to, to feature this time Yeah. Session?
1: Okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, and this one is from <laughs> Matt Marks. He says, Hey guys, I'm a new listener sent your way via Geek Out Loud Star Wars Report, and Wampa's Lair at various points. Uh, I'm starting with the prologue episodes just to see what your theories and opinions were leading up to the show. Uh, is that Jason Hunt doing your intro? <laughs> and who does the music? It feels like Star Wars music without being Star Wars music. Ah. So uh, let, let me just uh, uh, answer those questions first. Yes, that is Jason Hunt doing our intro because he is the greatest at that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, voices, and, uh, and, uh, and all that, that business, uh, and the music is actually from, uh, Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader for the GameCube, which is probably my favorite Star Wars video game of all time, and, uh, and has some excellent music, so, uh, so that, that is where that music comes from, uh, that's, that's what that is, it's the, uh, it's it's sort of the opening titles mm-hmm. uh, music, so I so that's where I pulled that from. But he continues, uh, Mike. You had problems with Kevin Kiner using the Force theme in his Rebels theme because that's always been associated with Skywalker's. I disagree. I think that theme has has always been the Force theme and was originally more associated with Obi Wan than Luke. Williams and U- Lucas used that theme for the binary sunset instead of Luke's theme, the main title theme. Because it just seemed to work better. So I think it's appropriate to use in the Rebels theme, since Kanan's and Ezra's connection to the Force will be important to the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Besides, there is precedence for expanding which characters slash concepts the theme or motif applies to. As I alluded to above, the main title theme was originally just Luke's theme, but it expanded to be a Skywalker theme. And John Williams isn't always 100% rigid on using themes only for the characters they're designed for. For example, he used Yoda's theme during Luke, Leia, and Chewie's escape from Cloud City because it had the right feel to it. He also used Leia's theme for Luke's reaction to Obi-Wan's death. Uh, that said, I was a bit upset when Leia's theme popped up at the end of Spark of Rebellion, yeah, a lot of people so I understand them. your sentiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to catching up on your current episodes. That's from Matt Marks. So, cool. yeah, I mean, I, I get, I get where, where Matt's coming from on that, and, and I will agree. John Williams sometimes forgets his own mm-hmm. uh, uh, themes and, and uses them in places that are inappropriate. Uh, the one that drives me nuts is in episode two. There's a moment, the moment when the clones are first revealed to, to Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And it uses, uh, John Williams used, he reused the theme of the the battle droid theme, the, the yeah. sort of the march on right, Theed. Yeah. Right, he reused that for those clones, and it's just always bothered me because it feels so lazy. It feels like a you know, when you're playing like Star Wars video game and they're just like using pieces of music that already exist. Mm -hmm. Right, right. (laughs) That's exactly what it feels like. It just felt like he just went, oh, whatever. I could write a new theme for the clones, but instead, I'll just use this one that I used in the last movie. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I don't know. That, that's always bothered me, and I. It's it 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 bothers me here that 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 Luke's theme, which is technically referred to as Obi Wan's theme in uh, in the original soundtrack, um, but it it really is associated more with Luke because there's a couple of moments where it gets used specifically with him, and then there's a couple of moments where it gets used with Anakin, um, and and I think that that's who it belongs with. I think it belongs with those two characters, but. I don't know. Maybe that's just we've kind of <laughs> talked about that already.
0: Yeah, I, know. I hear what you're saying, um, but yeah, good stuff from from Matt. Appreciate the email. And he mentioned a couple of podcasts that all good stuff. Geek Out Loud, Star Wars Report, uh, Wampus Lair. Uh, those are all yes, our, our friends in the podcasting world. So <clears> thanks uh, for them for referring you to us too. So keep yeah. it up, man. Keep keep the emails coming. Any, any other emails, or you wanted to save them for later? Or? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. That's uh, that's all we got cool. for this cool. one. So next week, Mike, uh, an episode that I'm really intrigued to see, uh, especially from the title, it's called Rise of the Old Masters, and here is a quick tease. So there we go, and, uh, and the tag for this, Mike, uh, or the description is, the rebels undergo a daring rescue mission only to find themselves facing a powerful and I believe uh, it sounds like this is the one where we're going to get uh, some information about what happened with Luminari Undulied, Correct? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that's I think that's what what
0: we're going to be getting in this one. Yeah. So, so really looking it's forward exciting. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened here? How, how do they have a? How do they have a Jedi? I thought they were all gone. So <laughs> interesting. Very interesting stuff. But yeah. that is going to do it for this week, Mike.
1: Yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh thank you guys for listening. As always, you can stay up to date with all the latest Star Wars Rebels news by heading to Rebelspodcast.com where Tim keeps it uh nice and current with all the latest news. Uh if you uh if you're on Facebook, you can also find us there at Facebook.com slash Rebels Podcast. As well as on Twitter, at Rebels Podcast, which is a great way to keep in contact with us. Uh, and if you want your your email read on the show, just like Matt has his, uh, you can send in your emails to Rebels Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, and we will be happy to read them on the show. But that's it for this week, and uh, we will be back next week with the episode... Uh, with our fourth episode of season one to talk about Rise of the Old Masters yes so we'll see you guys next week see
0: everybody next week